This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. I'm the Senior Director of Outreach here at Mercy. And this is Dr. Brooke Keels, the Senior Director of Counseling and Program Strategy here at Mercy. And hey guys, I'm Rachel Thomas, the Podcast Coordinator and Content Specialist at Mercy. And we're so pumped to be back with you guys today. Real quick before we dive into what we're going to talk about, just wanted to remind you that you have until the 29th for our Mercy giveaway. So, you know, if you like free stuff, if you like a free Keys to Freedom study guide, if you like a comfortable, really cute black shirt that you can wear after you eat that pumpkin pie, and it will not judge you, <laughs> <laughs> praise him. This is the contest for you. This is the giveaway for you. So all you need to do is just go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Uh, a five star if you are so kind to leave that and then uh, if you will actually leave a written review that will help us find you know how to get a hold of you and uh, we will draw for that uh, at the end of the month so make sure you take a second to go and do that and it just helps other people find us and find this resource in this podcast as well so with that being said we know that next week is thanksgiving um what in the world <laughs> what Okay, what? I guess this year is over now. That's not true. Praise God, almost. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, and so we wanted to talk about, well, we want to talk about a couple of things, and I really feel like uh, what better folks to help us process this than, than Mel and Brooke, because um, it has been a year of mixed emotions, I, I feel to say the least. I, I It's hard, I as I was thinking about Thanksgiving being next week, going, okay, like, I need to get in the gratitude spirit. Like I need to start working on Mm. this right now. And then still feeling kind of this weight of just some of the things that uh, we're walking through. And I'm sure you guys can attest to that too of, oh wow, that stuff is still there. Like how Mm. do I honestly, um, how am I honest about being disappointed? How am I honest about grieving loss and still cultivate a spirit of, of gratitude for the way God has walked me through this. And so we wanted to have that conversation with y'all today because I'm guessing we're not the only ones who are asking these questions. So uh, yeah, Brooke, you want to hop in with any wisdom you got there from processing yeah. things? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> we've decided just to shift into Christmas giving at our house. Oh, so it, it is fully decorated for Christmas. What? And there, and, yep, I did not and, know that, Brooke. Yep, okay. I was like, forget You're it. one of those? So, okay. Yep. Well, no, I'm usually, not usually. usually a holiday purist. Um, yeah. But nope, this year I was like, I need I some Mary like and Bright. everyone has done that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and it's the right move. Um, yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So our table is Thanksgiving. But everything else is Christmas, so, <laughs> and I don't care. So orange um, and red yeah. combos. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. They're <laughs> separate. Yeah, so anyway, no, I think that it's such a, gosh, man, I feel like everyone's just sad. And and I think, too, as the realization that 2021 doesn't actually mean anything. Yes, yes. Uh, right. Is settling in, which I think is really important. And I don't yeah. say that to be discouraging. I mean, honestly, for me, I really had to get to the point where, 
and I do this in my life anyway, like, okay, I'll be fine when X, Y, and Z happens. Mm -hmm. Like just hold it together until this thing that I'm waiting on happens. And then that happens and then it's okay. I'll wait until the next thing happens. And so I really had to deal with that uh, in 2021 (laughs) of like, oh, this may never end. Um, And so, you know, because I think that was that I kept thinking like, oh, well, in the summer, then it'll be fine. Oh, mm-hmm. well, in the whatever. And then people are like, I can't wait for new year. And I was like, uh-huh. what, ha- what happens what happened? that yeah. day? What, ha- like, yeah. what, what guarantee <laughs> yeah. have we received? What magical, that, yeah. <laughs> magical Everything bad goes away with this year. Yeah. And so I had to really, I mean, and that's, I'm doing it now. I'm really constantly working on being present and that it just is what it is. And that you know, um, I think there's actually a lot of grace in the unknown too, a lot of Mm -hmm. reliance on God that's had to happen. Um, but as we move into the holiday season, I think there's, um, grief may look a little different than people. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is already a time, you know, where people tend to really just kind of get in their feelings and appropriately so, because maybe they don't have people with them, but Mm -hmm. also, you know, some people are happy. They don't have to go to seven Thanksgivings, you know, True. and drag True. their kids around town, but there's also a lot of people who can't celebrate. And, you know, I mean, that's a really hard thing to be like, our family can't get it together just in case somebody gets sick and dies. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a terrible context mm-hmm. for yes. celebrating. <laughs> yes. You know, but at the same time, I think we are in a unique position to actually reflect genuinely mm-hmm. to, um, actually kind of figure out where we're at and really what do we want in our emotional and mental health for next year? Like, what do we want this to look like now that we've all kind of settled in that what we thought to be true (laughs) is not, you know, that things we didn't think could be taken away, like toilet paper, you know, (laughs) and I was like, that feels like a hundred years ago, but we forget, forget. there was a time that we were like, how are we going to get that? You know? And so Anyway, and so now more than ever to also considering that grief may look different than it has in the past. Sure. A lot of people have probably lost somebody this year. Like there's a lot, it's been a lot of loss, a lot of grieving and knowing that it may show up in in some hard ways, but that also Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we have to completely negate what we're grateful for. And I truly believe too, being able to be grateful and grieve at the same time is actually just a really healthy thing Mm -hmm. um so I don't know if that makes sense but yeah I mean just to be able to recognize that both happen simultaneously all the time it like Mm -hmm. it's just funny I I was thinking (laughs) as of about a month ago Pete my husband and I were just talking about how you know this has been a hard year I mean there have been some really hard things that have happened for everybody yeah. But, and we were almost like, um, we were kind of like, oh, we don't even want to say this to anybody. There have been some awesome things that have happened for us this year. Like just some really cool, just life events that have happened for us. And like some financial provision from the Lord that was beyond what we expected. Just yeah. some things that were like, we almost don't even want to tell anybody <laughs> that personally, there yeah. have been hard things. Like there have been hard things. And this pandemic has been hard for everyone in different ways, but there have been some awesome things that have happened for us. Like we actually don't claim 2020 as a dumpster fire year for our family. Mm-hmm. And then about two or three weeks ago, it oh, felt man. like oh man, all hell broke loose. I don't know how else to say it y'all yeah, um, yeah. in our life, in our personal lives. And um, 
it was like, it was amazing how quickly, because I mean, even as we're recording today, there is some hard stuff going on in my personal life. And it is crazy how quickly I can forget the good Mm. when the bad happens. And I'm just like, I can't even see the awesome things that have been happening for us because we're just in the middle of such a hard time right now. And it's just crazy how quickly you can forget. Um, and actually I'm just thinking of a story that happened that I felt like perfectly illustrated this. I don't know if anybody else is going to find this funny. I don't even think I've told the two of you about this, Um, but (laughs) we did lose a couple of, um, close family, uh, close family members actually to a car accident a few Mm. weeks ago. Um, because actually COVID is not the only thing killing people this year. Um, But anyway, we were in Texas last week for their, uh, for their memorial service. And we were, and I have a toddler. I'm sure if you've been listening to Mercy Talk, you've heard me talk about, I have an 18 month old and um, (laughs) we are stressed trying to get to the memorial service, right? Like it's just kind of crazy. We're trying to get there on time. My dad is one of the people talking, you know, we just knew we just need to get there. And um, we're trying, we're like, it was just a little bit crazy that morning. I got my kid all like in his nice little outfit or whatever. We're staying at a farmhouse of some family friends in the city where the the service is happening. Mm. Uh, my son Carter walks outside. We've got the car loaded. We're about ready to go. We're all feeling good. I see him at the edge of a mud puddle. Oh, oh. And I was like, and I know that inside, I, I know that I had to have gone, oh, or some noise <laughs> right. that then made him turn and look at me. And he's like, oh, we're about to play a game. Yeah, yeah. And he runs into the middle of the mud puddle. <sighs> and about the time that I get to him, he falls on his back. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm not saying like it was just <laughs> a little mud. It was a full-on puddle that was filled with mud, you know, kind oh. of thing. And so <laughs> I am just like... I literally just freak out. Right. And everybody in the house and everybody like there is this mixture of just hilarious laughter and I am not in a place where I can laugh yet. Right. Even to this day, I'm not quite there. But like, (laughs) so, you know, he is covered in from head to toe in mud. I have no other outfits for him. Um, so he wears a t-shirt and sweats and tennis shoes to the, to the memorial service. Right. And we're late. And my dad had to figure out another way to get there. And, you know, it's just absolute uh, chaos. Yeah. Well, but there's this mixture. And my sister, when I texted my sister, she said, isn't that how grief mm. plays out? She was like, that's just such a perfect picture of grief to me. Like you are in the depths of difficulty and sadness, but then there's these moments too. It's just this crazy mix. And I just felt like, isn't that, isn't that this year for so many people? There has... And, and sometimes you just can't see, you're just blinded to the good, but she just, and I don't know, I just felt like that captured that really well. Like, yes, that is so often what grief looks like. Mm. And, and it can be very hard to see the laughter, to see the lighthearted moments, to see the good in the midst of what is just really hard and really difficult. And I'm not trying to like put like a Pollyanna, like, Oh, but there's always good. But, but for us at some point, at some point to be able to step back from all of it and to lean into and find those moments and to find that good, even as a church, even as people of faith, like we can just so often, we just don't want to go there with people. We don't want to yeah. lean into the discomfort of it. We don't, you know, and when people are having a hard time, it's just like, oh, God, you know, brings good in all things. God's always working for the good. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. What You know, I'm right, like, okay, right. yes, yes. 
There yeah. is a time and a place for bringing the word of God and bringing truth into the situation. It's important. It needs to happen. But I do feel like sometimes as believers, we can often just kind of throw that out there because we, A, don't know what to say, or B, mm. we just don't want to go there with people. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go to the discomfort when you're not okay. I'm not okay. I don't like how that feels. So I'm just going to throw some scriptures out there and say, be with God. And then <laughs> I'm out, you know, go with God. and so I don't know. I just, I feel like, um, there, it, there is both sides and we have to also be comfortable leaning into, we have to be comfortable stepping back, not comfortable. We have to be intentional mm. about stepping back. Good. And truly identifying the good, identifying the lighthearted moments and identifying the laughter in the midst of difficulty. But we also have to be okay with leaning into the hard and the painful, especially with other people. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, that was a yeah, lot of yeah. random thoughts, but yeah, that, was that, that was a lot of random. No, I'm just kidding. That was good. <laughs> I mean, a couple of things that came out of that for me is on a personal note, I think it's interesting. Like you were talking about you and Pete were like, not wanting to tell people that there was yeah yeah things i think i think too when you're when you are grieving it's almost like you think if you talk about like good things that are happening that you're like disqualifying how you feel Mm -hmm. um and i think that it so for us as individuals we need to be able to to feel it and know that it does come out of nowhere you're not crazy Mm-hmm. right that all of a sudden I feel really sad that doesn't that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you it's mm-hmm. just a, a place to stop and be like okay Lord what is this you know yeah. help me understand it feel it know what it is what reminded you what brought it up for you you know and two the other side of it is but you can also reflect not to disqualify not to get you out of that right like you can Mm. sit in something but you can only sit in it for so long yeah right but it also doesn't disqualify it to to be grateful for you know this is this is such a hard thing we're walking through but yes I also see like they don't disqualify each other right I also see these good things yeah and there is that tendency to either not want to celebrate when other people are hurting which I hate that like I want Mm wants to be able to do that, you know, yeah. because I need to hear that good things are happening for people. Cause mm-hmm. when you're like, you know, cause it's not me. So <laughs> at least yeah. maybe if it's for Somebody. you, it's for me too, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, but in our own, in our own way, like, you know, you're not moving on from the disappointment necessarily. And I think, mm. and even considering that too, that, that disappointment can be such a roadblock and you've got to be able to pick up on when that's happening if everything yeah. I see is either God is doing this to me or the enemy is doing this to me, mm. that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If every disappointment comes in, you know, I think that's something to just really reflect on is how do you actually view things when tough stuff happens? Mm. Like how, how do we, or do we feel like we're being victimized in some way, you know, either right. God's doing it or the enemy's doing it and figuring out what our mindset is in that. You know, and then, but I'm with you too, Melanie, on the other side, how many times, like, people don't really want to sit in the hurt with you. And if they're, and if everybody's hurting, I think this is a mm-hmm. unique season too, yeah, because a lot true. of people are hurting. Yes. And so you either have a place where you're like, gosh, I feel like we're all kind of, we all kind of get it for once. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, no, everybody's like, I'm really sad and I don't really want to feel sad with you. Yeah, like, yeah. I got my I own can't sad. Handle yours. Right. I can't, <laughs> I can't yours. really yeah. do yeah. that. But I'll yeah. tell you this, one of the coolest things that's happened, this has been a hard year for other reasons for us. And, you know, I've told people, I was like, look, I just don't have it in me to hope right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, I'm, you know, not, but 
for the people that are like, I will carry that hope for you. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. hope. Cause I can't, cause I really am having, I don't know. I don't know what I'm even supposed to do right now. And having people like I'm praying for you and I'll carry it for you, okay. you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite things to do for people too. I, I didn't realize that like until it kind of came back when somebody's like, I just don't know if this is going to be okay. I'm like, look, you don't have to feel differently about it because I feel like that's what we try and do, right? We try and make people feel differently about it. That's good, yeah. It'll be fine. Like, it's really this mm-hmm. or look at all the, right? And so instead of just being like, hey, you don't have to feel differently. Like, I've got you and I'm going to believe with you and for you. And to me, that's just other people's faith in my situation. Yes. So yeah. encouraging, yeah. you know, yeah, and it yeah. doesn't take a lot to do that. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32, and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically-based, and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com. And truly, anyone who's walking through a painful, difficult, mourning, grieving, hard time. I mean, I'm learning this even as I'm learning about how to handle toddler emotions. Like, the last thing you want is someone to try to talk you out of it. That's good. It's just not what you want. So it's not helpful for toddlers. It's not helpful for 50-year-olds. Like, (laughs) it's it's not the right time and place in that moment to be like, but... Right. You know... Right, yeah. right, 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 right. I'm not yeah. saying it's not, it's not needed at the appropriate times, um, sure. but, but yeah, I think you're right on with that. Sure. No, that's so good. And I think, Brooke, I love what you said about uh, other people hoping for you. I think of, I identify with that because I felt in many ways like this has kind of been a year, um, a year of like, Aaron's holding on my arms. You know, that story mm-hmm. where Moses like mm-hmm. yeah. can't hold his, his arms up anymore. And so, um, you know, he has to have help. And I just think, man, what a beautiful picture of community and really what it's supposed to be uh, in in coming alongside you and walking in grief with you. And not to say that we want to sit and wallow and identify for the rest of our lives in, in sadness, but there is something I feel just so power. I can't even like put into words how grateful I am for the people in my life who have just said, you know what, we're just going to, what, what do you need? you know what? That's okay. You don't have to be okay. Like we're, guess what? We're still going to show up anyway. We're still going to, you know, be here anyway and not try to fix everything all at once and just Mm -hmm. honestly be with you in the moment. And that just speaks volumes. Like so, 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 so much, even, even what you were saying, Brooke, to have the faith and the hope and the courage to say, you know what, I'm not going to force this on you, but just know that like, we're still believing and hoping and praying and like, Mm -hmm. it's okay that you're not there, but, but we got you. I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. like, so, oh, it's so beautiful, like a picture of the body of Christ. Um, yeah. But along those same lines, I guess, what would you say, what would you say, I guess, maybe on two extremes, you know, the risk of, of continuing to identify and say, like, I am only, like, this year, I am only my sadness and grief. Like, that is my story. Like, that's, that's who I am. 
And then maybe the opposite end of going, oh, nope, I'm fine. Like, you know, there is nothing wrong. Like just that denial, that stuffing down, that really that depression of, mm-hmm. of like pressing it down and being like, oh, everything, you know, it's just like the good old Christian ease, um, you know, like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> And it's not. <laughs> what right. would you say to either of those extremes in mm-hmm. the process of dealing with these mixed emotions? I mean, I think first you have to know which one you tend to be. Yeah. You know, which where do you tend to go? Is it push everything down and everything will be fine? Or is it, you know, I'm going to sit in these feelings and feel them and be very upset if everyone else is not also feeling <laughs> these feelings, yeah. you know, too. I mean, you yeah. you really have to know which one you tend to be. And then, and then in that, I mean, just know that there is balance. If there's always, if there are only moments of sorrow, that's just not reality. Even with people that have walked through awful things, there are not only moments of sorrow, wow. right? There like, are moments you, of kids falling in mud. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the right. kids are the yes. worst. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> no, if look, that's it. That's what we say. We're like, Oh, do you need to come home and feel really cared for? Well, that is not what your kid is going to give you right. <laughs> that day. No. So don't expect that, you know, but <laughs> all that to say, like, you know, I think that that's one thing like, you know, looking for, okay, Lord, I need you to show me how you're, where you're showing up. I need you yeah. to show me, you know, what are the takeaways and actually being willing to ask him that. And if you don't want to ask him that, then that's really something to dig into. Like, is your sadness and sorrow serving you in some way? Is it actually a reflection of something else that's happened? You know, maybe you've never really grieved some things and now it's like, well, now I have permission to be sad because everybody has permission to be sad, kind Mm -hmm. of figuring that out. Um, But if you want to be sad, then that's, you know, and we're not talking about, you know, mental health stuff and getting into a struggle with it, but we're talking about choosing like, no, I like this feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And people say they don't, but then I think you have to ask, but if you're sitting in it consistently and you're not really wanting to have other conversations, maybe you do kind of like it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the other side of you're not living in reality, tough things do happen, (laughs) right? right? Everything's not okay. And you, and how can I, how can you say like, cause, cause you can be a very positive person, right? Like you can be that person, but that person tends to try and convince everyone that everything's okay. And they're like, right, but it's not, (laughs) but it's not. And so how can you also not dishonor your tendency to see things in a positive light you want to do that but also sit in reality of like actually this has been hard Mm. and y'all need to stop and feel those feelings and there are some personality types that that is like the worst thing you could ask them to do is just Mm -hmm. stop and feel bad Mm -hmm. for a minute you know and 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 you don't again it's not it's you don't have to stay there forever you know but there is like there's some losses and there's been some grief and how do you stay in that and figure out and, and also grow in it because through those hurts, that's where we get stretched. That's how we mature. That's how we grow. And so those are good things. But on top of that, we don't exist in our own world, right? We exist with other people. So if you're always sad over here, that's going to affect people in your life. If you're always pretending everything's fine and it's not, that's going Mm -hmm. to affect people in your life. I've worked with, you know, some, some families and there was, you know, a tendency for maybe one parent to be like, but see, everything's going to be okay. And the desire was like to be an encourager and all that. But what they did was disqualify how everybody else felt. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so how can you kind of sit in that with somebody and be like, I can imagine that that's really hard, but it doesn't mean you gotta stay there forever. Please yeah. don't, you know, yeah. but you do have to acknowledge the reality of we can't just pretend everything's fine. So yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. There's a lot of layers to that. There but. is a lot of layers. And I think, I think, um, just no. Yeah. I think your encouragement to know your tendency is so important and the ability to, the ability to grieve when you need to grieve, the ability to feel the feelings, the ability to process, take the time to process. Look, I'm talking to myself right now. Like I, you know, I'm definitely one of the people that just wants to be like, we're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's good. And then when it's not good and I stuff it long enough, it comes out sideways and out my ears and it's not pretty. And so actually, and, and I think one of the reasons people like to sit in it is because they don't want to do the work to process through it. Mm. Yeah. So it's easier just to sit in it. Effort. I'm not saying, well, I'm not saying <laughs> that's everybody. That's, that's me. I just, it's no, a lot as of As a counselor, I can yeah. tell you, that's pretty yeah. much why people don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, mean, I don't want to do all of that work. Yeah. 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 You'll, yeah. you'll see a little light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, ah, I'm good. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work to get to that light. I'm good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. A, yeah for sure. And so taking that time, but also, you know, even Rachel, as you were talking, I was like, gosh, I mean, one of the things I've also had to learn even just in the last literal two or three weeks has been, I have got to allow people to love me well. Mm. Um, I have got to be okay with receiving. Um, and man, is that so hard for me? It's so hard for me. And I don't, I, you know, I need to probably have my own counseling sessions to figure out what is at the root of why that is so difficult for me, because it's not like, I don't, it's not like I, I don't think it's an issue of like, I don't want to show weakness, mm. but I'm like, everybody's got their own stuff right now. And I don't want to put people out. Right. You don't um, want to y'all, like have, y'all are all having mm-hmm. to deal with all your own stuff. Exactly. I do not want to burden people. I do not, you know, but it's like people are reaching out saying, yes. how can we help you? How can yes. we love you? And they want to, and that blesses the body of Christ Yes, for it people does. to serve and love other people. And it so does. I have got to be okay and welcome the love and support of other people. Man. And when people want to send you a meal, accept it. You know, like yes. just whatever it is. Unless so, it's gross. That's true. Unless <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you people, ask. If people want to send you takeout. That's right. Or a them. gift card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to keep stories to myself right, right. now. But um, And if you can't cook, just own it and get people a gift mm-hmm. card or take it away. It's okay. Amen. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I can't okay. cook, and I will, I will not bring you food. Or truly, like, if you just don't have time, if you are yeah. like, I want to serve this person and love this person. Well, I mean, I just did this yesterday. I'm like, I am not in a position where I can cook a meal for someone right now. I will send them a Grubhub gift card. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that blesses. You can so email like, that. You don't have to do. I mean, that's just like, yeah. In like 30 person. seconds, that thing was sent. That's right. right. Okay. So yeah. anyway, all this to say on both ends of the spectrum, you know, it does also in the midst of your own grief, in the midst of your own sorrow and all of those things. Oh, the good things it can do your heart to serve somebody else and to love somebody else. That's like just good. to just to spend sixty seconds buying somebody else a Grubhub gift card, you know. Yeah. Like, and so I just think it goes both sides. You know, find a way to love somebody and encourage someone else. You don't even know what that can do to your own soul, but also be willing to receive it. Um, That's good, no. You know, yeah. 
So there's probably a million layers we could go add on this, but <laughs> at the end of the day, all, guess That's what? So Thanksgiving good. is next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we, I think what we ultimately just wanted to encourage you all with, which I hope we kind of got there, was just that in spite of what this year may have looked like for you, may not have looked like for you, mm. um, and goodness knows all of the unexpected hard things that have happened for everyone over the course of this year. And sometimes it's not hard. Sometimes it's tragic. Sometimes it's some yeah. horrible things that people have walked through. In the midst of all of it, um, at the you know risk of sounding too Christian easy right now, um, it is actually possible through like truly only through the power of Jesus, yeah. it is possible um, to still find um, and cultivate gratitude. Um, and I like I think one of my most convicting but also encouraging. Um, passages of scripture is when Paul is talking about all the hardships that he has faced. And he says in Philippians four, I'm actually going to read this from shocker, the passion translation, because I just think it's a good fresh version, but it's where he says, I'm not telling you this because I'm in need for, I have learned Mm. to be satisfied in any circumstance. And Paul had some crazy circumstances. (laughs) Like look at his life. He went through some stuff, y'all. And he says in the midst of that, I know what it means to lack. And I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. There it is, both Mm. sides of the coin. I've lived both sides. And he says, for I am, but I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that the strength, and this is what I love. This is why I love the Passion Translation, because it's just so, it says, you know, the, the, um, the, I think scripture that everybody says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? It's like, that's the scripture, but he, I love this translation. He says, I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Wow. I love that. Cause everybody puts Philippians four thirteen on their basketball shoes. Talking <laughs> about myself here. I'm like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm like, Hey, maybe we should make sure and look at the context of that passage. And what he says, he's saying that on the heels of saying like, I have figured out how to be content mm. in the worst of times and in the best of times. And it is literally only through the power of Christ. And there have been absolutely days where I'm like, for me to find gratitude, for me to find, for me to laugh at my kid falling in the mud, for me to be able to actually find the joy in the midst of this season is going to require supernatural power because I can't in my own strength pull this out of myself. Like I just can't. And so at the end of the day, if you're going, yeah, what you guys are saying is nice. That sounds fine. That sounds good, but I can't find that in myself. Guess what? You probably, you're right. You can't find it in yourself. And so just understanding that this is an opportunity to lean into and to depend on the power of Christ in a way that you probably ever have, have haven't ever had to before. I love that, Mel. And it re- kind of reminds me, um, I just after this week that we walked through, just overall as a world, as a country, whatever, uh, this term, I don't know if you've heard this term, Jesus juking a lot. Yes, where, yes. Where it's like, just, just stop Jesus juking everybody, you know, yeah, like, yeah. which I totally get. And we kind of <laughs> referenced earlier, like, let people finish their story before you throw a Bible verse at them. Like, you know, really look at them and see them and hear them and just be with them. Like, you know, before, um, again, we're not discounting scripture cause that is our plumb line, but yes. we're also saying that Jesus, uh, was very much with people in their suffering. So yes. all this to say with what you were saying, Mel, is that it was funny as I was thinking, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't want to like, I don't want to just like throw Jesus on this situation, you know, but the, it's funny because 
the more you you dive into grief and loss and and just the the wrestling of all of the things that have gone on in this world you are right that there is when i'm looking for hope and peace and comfort i can only muster and even muster up like a fraction of of any of that for so long on my own and it's not a very good mustering <laughs> i mean you know it's like yeah. okay yeah. like i can try this quick fix and get you know some 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 peace for a while, or I can, I can try to forget about it if I hang out with friends. And even some of that has been, I feel like hindered in a way this year, because some of those things that we could easily access have been taken away, you know, like yeah. with social distancing or different things being closed or whatnot. But, but I say all this to say that if you want peace, you have to go to the source. If you want hope that he is like, I, I cannot muster it up even on my best day yeah. enough hope to get through, forget this year. How about a, just a, you know, looking at 2021, like Brooke was saying for the rest of my life, like I can't, right. I can't do it on my own. And I think oftentimes, and this is not my quote, I wish it was, but I think oftentimes we want, we want those things. Like we want the kingdom without the king and, mm-hmm. and he's the source. And so mm-hmm. just to encourage you, we're not trying to Jesus juke you here, but, yeah. but there is something to be said about going back to the source going back to the source of hope and the source of peace, because truly at the end of the day, we need him. Yeah. We, it's as simple as that. Like we need him. And so we just wanted to leave you guys with a couple practical prompts and you can, you know, use these as you have a quiet moment over this busy season. And we would just encourage you to intentionally try to find a quiet moment. Maybe it's like hiding, you know, in your bedroom as the pumpkin pie is cooking or, you know, I don't know, something. something. <laughs> You're all about that pumpkin pie. Oh, I know yeah, what man, you get excited I, about. I am. I'm the pumpkin pie and the whipped cream, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm ready. That's so gross. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Girl, I smell wow. like it's covered. Anyways, okay, I'll, I'll carry on. I'll carry on. Um, bless the Lord. Here, here's one place you could start. Um, something like, Jesus, would you show, reveal to me, even remind me where you have been my ever-present help in the midst of this year? Um, and I, again, I just love the way that the Holy Spirit guided this conversation because Mel already mentioned this. Maybe it's through the help of a friend. I think a lot of times we're waiting for like, you know, this, the mm. clouds to part and like, you know, something yeah. to magically like open. And it's actually our, our friends that have been texting us That's or right. messaging us saying, Hey, can I bring you a meal? Or, Hey, could I, could I watch your kids for like an hour so you can yeah. go? Yeah remember who you are, you know, um, that gives me gonna, some really good context for some thank you notes I need to write. So thank you. But, oh, I appreciate that. No, no, that was not, I'm going to use that. Not intentional at all, but, <laughs> but I just think anyways, and then what Brooke was saying about just people, people, man, I think a lot of times God works through people. So anyways, uh, supernatural strength and peace has God given you wisdom or even that financial provision that you didn't expect this year. So just take a moment to thank God for those. And I think a lot of times when we pause for a moment, um, to maybe, to maybe look for unexpected ways where he's been working, we'll be really surprised. Uh, and then another plate, another thing you might ask the Lord is, Lord, where do I need to be honest with you about my disappointment or about my misplaced hope, so I can be free to trust you with what lies ahead with twenty twenty one? Because Brooke's right. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, when she said that, I was like, oh, right, like. It, nothing mm. may change, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready y'all to write a different mm-hmm. year, yeah. um, but it may, it, it's a very good chance 
that thing, a lot of things will be the same. Um, and so how can I, how can I trust the Lord with what, with what lies ahead and be with him here in this, in this present mm -hmm. moment? And then maybe one more thing you could ask him is, or ask yourself in process with the Lord is where am I choosing to bypass or stuff down sadness rather than process it with the Lord? And maybe even where am I choosing to sit in and, and overly identify like Brooke was talking about earlier, um, my sorrow and sadness, like, is this serving me in some way versus me um, processing and working through it with, mm -hmm. with the Lord? So mm -hmm. any closing thoughts you got there, Brooke, before we head out here? No, I think that's great. I just think, you know, this is just one tiny thing. I think for whatever this is, whatever's happening, whatever has been hard, you know, and some people are probably like, 2020 was just icing on the cake for some really other really hard things, you know, like it, it's not all that, but I think that there's a place of wherever or however you think these things happen, the belief that God can make it good. Mm. Um, not that he did it, not that he, you know, any of those things, but that he can make it good. And that when we, when we cleave to him in those times of sorrow, like mm. that's when we find out what actual comfort is and not that's just good. avoiding it. Um, and once you know true comfort, I know Melanie, you and I have talked about this before. Once you know what it's like to be really comforted in a season of sorrow, you have that to compare everything mm -hmm. else to. And then mm -hmm. you seek that out, you know, and Melanie's talked about that before when he's carried you in mm -hmm. sorrow with the loss, you know, of your baby mm -hmm. and all that. Like when you know that feeling, then you know when you're just trying to manufacture it other places. And so yeah. just seeking that genuine comfort and connection with him. And, and even in just small ways of just like, okay. Lord, show me where you're at in this. Cause I need, I need to know, I need to see it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just tell you from experience, he's like, you don't see it and you don't feel it, but I'm there. And mm -hmm. okay. Then that's got to carry me today. Right. You know? And so anyway, that was good. Closing thoughts. Yeah. Good, <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Balloons and sparkles. Um, right. I no, I think that's actually I think that's great. And it's actually making me think as we sign off, you know, if you really do kind of feel like I need a deeper dive into this, like this was a nice, you know, 20, 30 minute podcast, but I need to dive even deeper. Um, I know this is like, it's so funny as every month passes, we're getting further and farther away from when we recorded these series, but we did full series on, you know, navigating heartache and suffering. And then mm. that was immediately followed by a series on anger at God. Yeah. Um, you know, and you were talking about disappointment with God, um, Rachel, yeah. and gosh, I just know so many people that are dealing with that, but maybe just don't want to name it and don't yeah. want to say it and don't yeah. want to process it. And I'm just so passionate about that specifically because I've seen what can happen on the other side of you processing your rage yeah. yeah at god not just with god but at him you know right. like like i'm not just mad i'm actually mad at you right now right. and i need to talk about it you know right. and how he responds to that and what happens in your relationship with him when you're willing to go there with him so if that's something where you feel you're like i know i'm not just like kind of navigating some hard stuff i'm i'm like not good right now and i need to right. dive deeper into this man go find those shows let me think it would have been 2018 I believe uh, about the middle of the year, May, June, 2018, I think when we recorded those. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was when we did it. <laughs> so if you, if you go back into our older shows and uh, search around that time, you'll find those. Um, and uh, yeah, if that's, if that's something you think you need. But uh, meanwhile, 
Um, this wasn't maybe like just the most like happy, warm feeling show, but I do think it's kind of where a lot of people are right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe where everybody is right now. I'm not sure. And if you're um, not, pray for the rest yeah, of us. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> if you're like, one of the yeah, few. If you're good, like praise him. Praise, praise him. Just <laughs> right. Happy Thanksgiving. Pass it on. Yeah. yeah. But that's maybe just... <laughs> maybe just maybe this is a Thanksgiving where you're like, I am, I am intentionally choosing gratitude right now in the midst of difficulty. And sometimes that is the most powerful gratitude that you can experience. And so, um, we, we do pray blessings over all of you this Thanksgiving and, um, and really encourage you to process these things with the Lord, um, during this holiday season. So we hope that you've been encouraged today and we will look forward to uh, seeing you next time. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.